Welcome, welcome, my friend, to the Business of Personal Branding podcast. I am your host, Paula Brennan, and I myself have been a photographer for 23 years now. Can you believe it? And this podcast is all about introducing you to the world of personal brand photography. Now, if you're new here and you haven't been listening at all, I share tips and tricks on how to have success in your business as a photographer in the world, particularly of personal branding photography, but because I also have come from multiple genres myself being that I've done weddings, I've done portraits, I've done families, I also am able to share a lot of my knowledge about that and being able to cross-platform in your business. And so I think that today's episode is a really poignant one across all the genres of photography, not just personal branding photography, and that is around getting your marketing planning aligned for the holiday season that's coming up. Now, I know that when I talk about marketing, a lot of photographers, a lot of the students that I work with, they want to run and hide and I completely get it. It can be really, really overwhelming as a topic marketing, especially when it comes to having to do you know, self-promotion or get your offers in front of people. And with all the different options out there, it can be really overwhelming. But today, what this episode is all about is about helping you to get proactive ahead of the holiday season. Because basically, I want to stop that sort of, you know, reactiveness that can come when you're not organized in your marketing. So instead of getting to like a couple of days before Christmas this year and realizing that you left your run too late, I want to help you to get into action right now so that you can enjoy a really successful but also a lucrative holiday season because there is lots of opportunities for us photographers at this time of year no matter where in the world that you're coming to if you're in Australia obviously we're coming into the spring season where the weather is getting warmer if you're in the northern hemisphere you're going to be coming into that fall season but the colors are beautiful the days are still the weather's still great and it is the perfect shoot season no matter where you are. So basically what I want to help you to do is to, as I said, get ahead because this holiday season that's coming up, no matter where in the world you are, it's like marketing season, you know, on steroids, basically. There are so many opportunities. At the time of this episode release, we are currently going to be seven weeks away from Thanksgiving week. And we all know what that week brings with it in terms of shoppers. There are a lot of people who hold on all year for that one particular weekend where there's so many bargains that are available. There's so many, you know, people trying to get ahead of, you know, the Christmas shopping and take up a lot of those fantastic offers that are go- that are going to be coming around on that cyber weekend, the, you know, all of that kind of thing that comes after that Thanksgiving week. We're also about 11 weeks away from Christmas week. Okay. So that's, you know, the countdown, the timer is on. And of course we're 12 weeks from new year's week and three months away from turning into 2023. So it's an incredibly busy time out there in the market. And it's one that I think that if you're not thinking about right now, in terms of like marketing and getting ahead of it, you're crazy because you're probably leaving so much money on the table. So in this episode, I'm going to jump in in ways that you can sort of start to consider what your options are, and then you can start to get into action, which is my favorite place to be. So the first area that I want you to have a a question, I guess, that you want to ask yourself when it comes to marketing to these holiday seasons is which holidays 
that are coming up align with your products or your offerings. I see all the time that there's that people can get a little bit worked up thinking that they need to do everything and be everywhere. And that is just exhausting. So what we want to do is decide which ones are the ones that align with what you are offering, what makes sense for your business to market to, and what ones make sense for you to leave on the table. Because there is absolutely no need to market to holidays that don't really have anything to do with your business or your product suite. For example, for me with my business kind of offering and working mostly with small businesses, it absolutely makes no sense at all for me to go marketing to any kind of products for Christmas. It doesn't really have much to do with business branding from from my perspective to be able to, to be offering kind of like offers around that Christmas kind of timeline. But getting businesses ready for their marketing and helping them to create their content for their Christmas marketing, well, that makes complete sense for me to be doing right now. But it doesn't make sense for me to be doing any kind of offers that are specifically around that Christmas period, if that makes sense. So what we want to do here is make sure that you just pick off one or two and and decide. And and at at this stage, all you need to do is ask yourself the question, does you know, marketing to Halloween, does that make sense for my business? Does marketing to Thanksgiving make sense for my business? Does having an offer ready for the cyber weekend, does that make, does that make sense to my business? Does having an offer ready for Christmas and doing something pivoting around Christmas or new years or running something in the, the new year, which one of those is making sense to my business? Secondly, what I want you to do is I want to get you to define which ones you will create offers or campaigns for. You know, as I said, we're, we are looking and we're staring down the barrel of holiday season on absolute overdrive. There are so many to choose from. There's more even things that you can weave in from what I just suggested there. So which ones do you decide to go for? And I really want to be get be stringent about this and get you to be really careful about this in that you don't try and do offers for every single one because if you do a you're only going to end up being absolutely exhausted you're going to feel like you're just constantly in marketing mode and that's just not a happy place for most people to be especially if you are in a busier shoot season and I also want you to think about the fact that B if you do try to chase everything you're probably just going to end up doing a disjustice to your brand so you don't want to be the photographer or the business that's constantly out there are putting your hand out and asking asking people for money. Okay. It's just not a, it's not a great place to be. So the, what I would probably try and recommend for you to do is if you can, is just to maybe try and attempt one or even two quality campaigns rather than six smaller ones over the next quarter. Cause that's all we're looking at. We're looking about three months ahead at the moment to cover this holiday season. And so I really only want you to think if you, if you know that you haven't done anything like this before, if running a campaign or going marketing to a specific date, if that's not something that you have done before, then I, I, I would suggest only trying to do one and do it really, really well. I'm going to give an example of this back when I used to have a portrait business. I was doing studio style portraits, mostly marketing to women. And the majority of my marketing energy throughout the year went towards only two campaigns in the year. One was Mother's Day and the biggest one was actually Christmas. We would sell sessions as gift vouchers for people to buy a session as a gift for someone else at Christmas time. And it was a very, very successful campaign but it was solely because all of my energy was kind of going heading into that one bucket 
So we were only just really putting all of our focus in there. I would start about this time of the year and I would run it through to obviously to Christmas day. And we would sell about between 50 to 70 shoots, depending on the year. We were selling between 50 to 70 shoots, which was enough to fill my calendar for the next six months. So if you are thinking about doing uh, an offer, think about which ones you're going to do and be very definite. Don't get distracted and don't think you have to chase the other ones. I just want you to chase one or two and just go hard at those and do them really, really well. Now, the next thing you're going to need to do once you decide which holiday you're going to market around or which offer you're going to do is I need you to define what your offer is actually going to be. I think a lot of the time it's really easy for people to go, oh yeah, I'm going to go and do like a Christmas mini shoot day. And that's as far as they go with it in their head. And they don't actually go down the next step of actually defining what the offer is. So is it a 15 minute photo shoot? Is it a an hour photo shoot? I want you to be super clear about what your offer is and what it isn't. So I know that that sounds really bad saying what it isn't, but I want you to be really honest with yourself about what your boundaries are. So if you are going to offer a mini shoot day, are they going to be, you know, half an hour photo shoots? And are you going to be sticking to that? Is it going to be half an hour in your calendar? So maybe it's only 20 minutes of a photo shoot with a five minute warm up and a five minute goodbye. If you know that you're going to need a little bit more time, you might say that it's a 30 minute shoot, but you will have 45 minutes for it in your calendar. Are you going to have any boundaries around the offer as in scarcity? So is it going to end on a specific date or is there going to be only a certain amount available? Scarcity is a fantastic way of driving people into action, FYI. So I would highly recommend that not only for yourself, but also for your clients that you're aware of exactly how long your offer is available for, how many it's available, but also to be very clear and definite about what it is. Okay. No use, as I said, just throwing away a term and going, oh yeah, I'm going to do a promo for Halloween. Well, what is it and what does it look like? Be very, very clear. Numbers of inclusions, how many people can come along, you know, how long, what's the duration, how many images are included, how much are they going to pay for it, what are the additional things that they can purchase, all of it. Be very clear of exactly what you want to offer. And then the next step after that is going to be to be very clear about what your goals are and what you want to achieve. Now, I think that this is something that a lot of the time we can forget when we are creating campaigns or we're looking at running a promo. The more clear that you are and the more clear you can be around what you want to achieve from this, the more likely it will be a success. So, you know, the universe loves clarity. The more clear that you are, the more clearly you can receive and you can be open to receiving exactly what it is that you want to achieve. So what does this look like in terms of of success? Success can be different for you and it can be different for me. You might say, I want to book five photo shoots in a particular month. Great. You might want to sell a certain amount of vouchers for sessions. Awesome. You might say that you want to book X amount of shoots, but you want to achieve a certain amount of sales volume on those shoots. This way you are going to be able to measure how much effort you need to put into this campaign. And I know that this might seem, if you haven't done something like this before, you're going to go, but Paula, I don't understand how much effort. Well, look, to be honest with you, if you want to achieve something like $5,000 worth of sales, it's going to require probably, depending on how much you're charging right now, but it's probably going to require a, a decent bit of effort. If you want to achieve 
say $50,000 worth of sales, well, comparatively, you're probably going to have to put in a lot more effort depending on where you are in your business, right? So what I want you to be able to do is understand what are the goals that you want to achieve realistically to in comparison to what you've already got going and committed in your life. So if you're a wedding photographer and you're staring down the barrel at the moment of having maybe 20 weddings between now and Christmas, then realistically, effort-wise, you probably don't have a lot of juice left in the tank to put a lot of effort into a whole marketing campaign. So be fair and be realistic on yourself about what you can achieve and what effort you can kind of put in. I think it would be realistic if you've got that many weddings on your books to be able to say that you just want to put a campaign together that might book you an extra couple of sessions for the new year or maybe a couple of family portraits leading up into Christmas. But I don't think, you know, hoping or expecting to be able to book 40 photo shoots in before Christmas is going to necessarily be achievable. Not saying that it's not, depending on what your system is and your setup is, but I think, you know, just be fair and be realistic and uh, on yourself. And also to, as I said, this allows you to figure out how much effort you need to be putting into this. Now, similarly, if you've got your goals clear of what you want to achieve, it's going to be able to help you to measure the success of your campaign afterwards and the success of how much effort you put in afterwards and the success of how much money and time you invest in it afterwards. These are all things that you really need to make sure that you're doing after you've, you know, put all your effort into doing something. You need to go back and troubleshoot in your, your mind and review and you need to go, okay, well, where could I, did I do as well as I'd hoped? If not, what could I have done better? Or did I exceed it? Fantastic. What does that mean? What can I do more of like this the next time? So it allows you to have that review phase if you've got clear goals in place. But if you're just going and running at something willy nilly and you don't exactly know what your goals are, then how can you possibly know if something was a success afterwards? I think as well, you get better in time at sort of, you know, projecting what the goals should be and being clear about it. At the start, you might kind of come in with fanciful things or you might even underestimate what you're capable of. But in time, you'll start to learn what those goals are and then you can make improvements so that the next time you might do something similar, you'll be able to get better results the next time. And the last thing that you're going to need to do is obviously to then map out the actions that you need to be taking each week in order to be able to make this campaign come to life or this, you know, bring this offer to life. Leaving everything to last minute is just exhausting. So remember at this level, we want to make sure that you're being proactive. And what does this mean? Well, I think what it means is you need to have a look at what you need to put together and start to re-reverse engineer it. So I think for for what I like to do with this is I like to map it out on a piece of paper or on a whiteboard or something like that and look at all the elements that I need to do to bring it together. Sometimes like something simple like, you know, trying to bring together, maybe for you it's bringing together a mini shoot day for portraits. And for you, that might mean just opening up some dates in your calendar, sending out a few emails to your database, and then putting a a few posts on Instagram to fill it. If that's what you need to do, then it's sort of easy enough to map that out in terms of getting it into action. But other campaigns, like the one that I said to you earlier about that portrait campaign we used to do at Christmas, because of the amount of shoots that I was targeting for, it took a lot more organizing. I needed to set up sales pages. I needed to create the vouchers. I needed to create a series of different posts and schedule them out. I needed to have emails going out. And I also utilized Facebook and Instagram ads in order to be able to fill and achieve those numbers that I wanted to achieve. So with that sort of campaign, it took a lot more, you know, 
obviously elements to build and they don't just happen overnight. It needed, it took time for me to get some things done myself and I would create some assets myself, but I also was outsourcing some of the graphics design and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, doing that, me doing that campaign, it yielded me over six figures in, in total revenue. And so it was a worthwhile investment in time and also in money for me to be able to create a massive campaign like that. You know, for me personally, with doing that, I needed to start that back in September in order to be able to start selling in November and ramp it up towards Christmas Day. Okay, so that was the timeline on that. We were sort of, you know, working on the on the assets and the content through September and October to be able to release it and start selling it in that November period and then do a major push with everything and lots of posts and lots of emails going out leading up into that Christmas period. So you need to take a look at what it is that you want to do and what you're offering. You need to have a look at when it's going to be released, when it's going to be sold, when it's going to be closed down. And then you need to work out the steps that you need to take in order to get there. But the most important thing I'm going to say here is that you need to block out the time in your calendar to get it done. Okay. There's no point planning all of this out if you don't actively make the time and carve out the time in order to get it into action. Now, I know that what I've shared with you, that last part sharing about my own portrait campaign, it might seem like, you know, next level for you right now, but that's okay. I started out doing this stuff where I was doing, you know, I'd sell five shoots, you know, so building up to that kind of capacity doesn't happen overnight, but this, the confidence in being able to do it at that level came from those baby steps that I took to build it up, to review it, to set clear intentions, to make sure that I was doing the tasks each week to be able to create the assets in order to be able to, you know, go at that level. That confidence came when I was actually physically getting the sales in the sales room afterwards. And that meant that I had the confidence to go bigger again the following year to invest more time and to invest more money. But I have to say that spending time and effort in my marketing has been the single most best investment that I've made in my business. Of course, you know, spending time learning to photograph, do all of those sorts of things, light, you know, pose, all of that, that is super important, but definitely hands down learning to be a better marketer and learning how to spend my time and my energy and invest my time and my energy in the activities that will actually help to drive the needle forward. That is the stuff that makes the difference in terms of having a mediocre business or having a really successful business and success is, is, you know, it's individual. It looks different to everybody, but I think having this clear outline of what you're going to, what you want to achieve and what you want to do means that you can measure your success. So if you get to that point where you hit your targets, it feels so good when you, when you actually smash through those goalposts and you don't move them, you keep them there steady and you can see the target and you go for it and you can smash it. That my friend, there's nothing better than that feeling in the world. And of course the feeling of getting to experience, you know, beautiful photo shoots with those who love what you do. That's of course the absolute silver lining on the cake. Now, I hope that this podcast episode has been helpful to you to give you a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a push, a little bit of a kick or a shove <laughs> to get your marketing moving forward. I look forward to seeing what you create. And of course, if you have success, make sure you share it with me in my DMs at Paula Brennan. That's on Insta. That's it for today's episode. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.
Yeah.